0: Enjoy the show.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Bowhunter Hunter Planet Podcast. And today we have a very special live edition. And joining us today, and if Tim doesn't break the microphone, is Lee and Tiffany from the Crush. How are you guys doing? Doing good.
2: You're doing, We're doing
1: good. awesome. Awesome. Welcome.
3: Thanks so, for having us. Yeah. We've been trying to put this together for a while and then it was hunting season and You guys hunt we, we didn't know. Well, Lee we would yeah. not know this because he doesn't really check our Instagram so any of our well let's be honest any of our social media but it was yeah. on instagram we've been trying to set this up for yeah. months and
2: well, yeah i wouldn't know how to get on it and then i
3: dropped the ball one yeah. time i'm like oh crap i think we shot a deer or something and i was like totally missed it
1: yeah yeah, you, yeah. you're go, you're dude. not, you're not know. the only one <laughs> i think was, we called jim shockey and he was on his boat fishing he's like what I'm like, oh he's uh, like oh
4: is that central time oh my man, <laughs> man. he's like oh totally
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least she answered the phone. Cause I, if I don't know a number, I won't answer it. Oh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about your twenty seventeen hunting season. For you guys, yeah, it looked pretty good. Huge. <laughs> a little bit better than us here in Michigan. So. Yeah,
4: we've been seeing some good uh, some good posts by you guys mm-hmm. about uh, some some a big buck that you just got. Yeah. Um,
2: we probably had our best year that we ever had, and Tiffany actually just with their bow what was it, like last week. Yeah, last week. Got the. Uh, well, it was our first one with a bow this year, too. You know, sometimes sometimes it happens right off the bat, and sometimes, I think, a couple of years ago, I didn't shoot my first deer till December 27th, but we've been lucky enough to, to usually get a, at least one good one every year, and this year was no different. It's our best year ever.
3: But yeah, I just smoked a buck that I had hunted all year long. It was actually the first day we'd ever seen him, and I'd been hunting him all season long, and... Shot him at 45 yards. It's snowing out, and first deer I've ever shot in the snow and with a bow, and it was pretty awesome. Like, like I said, I still can't believe that.
2: He, I'm like, I can't believe he showed up. No, I know, it. <laughs> I
1: know. It. How big was that deer?
2: 174 inches. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, it was a, a, a nine point like, You know, five by four with a kind of a shorter shorter four, but he was just so impressed with his beams, his twenty eight inch beams both Yeah, guys, we didn't think it was
3: gonna be that big.
2: Yeah. Nice. So you guys
4: you, you weren't seeing it on camera at all then? You just saw it or were you seeing it on camera and then then you guys finally got the opportunity that day.
2: So we had we were seeing we had pictures of him. What happened like two years ago when he was a four year old, Tiffany was hunting over there for Wally on the same farm, shot that deer, and she saw him all the time. Every time he would hit the rattling hams, he'd come running in. He was so aggressive, but he was Aww. just a four-year-old. So we're like, "Well, let's just give him another year." And then last year, for whatever reason, he didn't grow a right side, so he just had this big, giant left side. And he actually had six wow. points on that side. I was like, mm-hmm. man, that thing really blew it. Just, and I don't know, I don't know how it broke off or what, because he wasn't there in the summer, so it was just um, he just came in like in October, and he was hardhorn. It was just broke clear off. I don't know if he grew it and broke it or if he just never grew it so we just didn't know if he'd ever grow again so we just started calling him Southpaw because he just had a big left side <laughs> but even then you know last year we hunted over there quite a bit I, I shot a deer we call Petey over there and that's the only time we ever saw him that year I saw him the one time even that we had lots of pictures of him and this year was kind of the same we'd get pictures of him he's okay Southpaw's over there Tiffany get over there he's been out there morning and night both in daylight she'd go hunted for four or five days Never see him. Never a picture. Yeah, I never saw him. And then we would go like two weeks without a picture. Like I don't know what happened to him. Maybe somebody shot him. And then all of a bang! He'd be back in there. Oh, there's a couple pictures in there. Let's get in there. And then my buddy Tom was here, and he hunted them with a during the gun season for like seven days straight. Never saw him. <laughs> and then the the goofy thing is Tiffany was just over at a different farm. She just went and grabbed a card out of a camera. She pulled back. I looked at it, and I was like, "That's so far." I mean, on the 18th, there's. Two pictures of Southpaw in there, and that's three miles away from there, on a different one of our farms. So we're just like, What the heck? why would he go all the way over there and we have plenty of food to go on both places? So when I, I told her, I was like, let's go, let's go try for South over on our Smith farm. she's like, her and the cameraman and Willie were both like, that's kind of crazy, why would you go over there? I know, I was like, oh, right. I'm
3: like, seriously, we're not going to see him over
2: there. (laughs) And I was like, hey, that's where most of the food is, and that was on the 18th. That's all I really needed to know, because the 18th was the last day of our gun season, and it was that that night. And I was like, okay, he made it through the gun season. So likely with a bow, he's not going to get killed. So I said, that's where he's lived his whole life. I said, maybe he was just out looking for the last does or whatever, and I said, or got pushed out or somebody was doing drives or something. But I said, I didn't think he'd be back there. And sure enough, that night he walked out 45 yards, started eating, and he smoked him right there. So it was, you know, they get stories. We hunted him so many times, we'd have pictures of him, but he was just so sporadic. He'd come in for two, three days, and then bang, he'd be gone for two weeks, you know, or three weeks at times even. And he was like, God, do you think he was dead? We thought he was dead like three or four different yeah, times. Yeah, a bunch of times. Jeez. So that was, you know, they're just crazy how, how they change, and they're just, everyone was different. Just, you
1: yeah.
2: just never know what to expect with them.
1: Yeah, and Lee, you shot your biggest deer of your career so far this year too, didn't you? Yep, I shot my biggest deer I ever shot on
2: October 10th, and then wow. I beat that one on November 29th. So <laughs> in the same year, yeah, it's my two biggest deer in, ever, and all in the same year. So that was that was pretty crazy. You know, I just you hunt for 40 years of your life, didn't shoot at 200 or seven, eight, two yeah. of them, and in, and in, inside of two months. So sounds I, like it's all downhill from about here. About that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and these are coming off your farm right
2: or cl- around yeah well we have you know we have a bunch of different farms yeah. we have uh,
1: whatever 12 different farms so
2: um you know over three different counties so there's you know none of the farms are real big yeah uh i guess well i mean one is we have a couple that are like 800 but a lot of our farms are just like 300 acres and you know even acres acres, right? yeah, 80 and a 97 and stuff so you know it's it's hard you lose more of them to neighbors on yeah, that, but mm-hmm. on the good side, that I like about having a bunch of different farms that are one big piece is that you pull in so many different genetics, you know, and a lot of times in the late season we have a lot of food on, this, on all the farms, so you're, you're drawing in a lot of deer from neighboring properties and stuff, so you're, you, have more, you have more new deer coming in and more different genetics coming in, so I think you have a better chance of finding a big one, but you also have a lot better chance of neighbors shooting them, which we lost two. Two two hundred inch deer this year to, to neighbors too so
1: wow to you know, those are
2: our best year for <laughs> big deer have, don't you know, high corn ones that we lost two of them to neighbors too wow. so we
1: do on a deer. Park. On a deer farm. No. Yeah, well, we, don't, we don't have those, I, don't have those I've, I've kind of seen, deers right I've seen a here. couple in Michigan that were 200. Yeah. You sure it was, they weren't mine. You sure it wasn't an elk? I don't know. No, <laughs> no I did see I, Somebody I did, did hit an elk when we were driving up to the cabin. Somebody hit an elk on uh, 75. No way. Huge lane yeah, as uh, awesome, Probably man. 350. Wow.
4: So, how do you, how do you guys decide, like, when, when you're going out, like, how do you decide where you're going to hunt? I mean, with that many properties you have around the area, like, what do you what do you guys, what's your plan?
3: Well, you know, every year, it, I mean, like this year on a couple of our farms, there wasn't even a shooter on a couple of them, so that narrows it down right off the bat on that. And then it just.
2: A lot of it is what deer you hunted last yeah. year and stuff. You know, it's like last year I had a couple of deer, and the one in particular, and neither one of them was the two that I shot. It was a different one that I hunted a lot, and then he broke a point, and I was like, yeah, I should just leave him. You know, he was probably a 190-something last year. I said, i got to leave him. So when we left him, he came back this year and he was a giant. I mean, he was probably like 220, I'd say. 218 to 220 would be my guess. And I was, okay, that's that's the deer I want to hunt because I hunted him all last year. I had encounters with him. I saw him a lot. Then I passed him a lot and everything. And that's one that, you know, I just knew I was going to shoot that one. And then what happened is... I went to Alaska to hunt Roosevelt elk for the last week of October, and I should have never done that. But it's normally not that good the last week of October. Usually the first week oh, yeah. of November is when all the bigger ones start getting on their feet and hitting the scrapes and start checking for does. And it got so cold that last week of October. I mean, I go check my cameras when I got home, and he was, like, in front of my stands and out an of my oh, field yeah. and daylight pictures of him, morning and night, and and <clears throat> tons of daylight pictures of him. And my neighbor hit him, and he, uh, you know, he said he thought he hit him in the shoulder, high and forward. And then I had one of my one of the, one of my buddies over here came and helped him look for it, and it, it only went like a couple hundred yards, and just little bits of blood, and then it just dried up to nothing. And so we figured he'd be fine, but still to this day, we've never got a picture, never saw oh, him. So I'm man. sure he died from that. Um, so that's, that's one of our biggest ones that we we lost. So so then after you know spent two or three weeks hunting him, and you know through the whole month of November almost, you're like. No pictures, no sightings of them. If you're going to see them, it's going to be during the rut. You're going to get pictures of them someplace. So then I started thinking, okay, he's probably going to be gone. So that's when I went off to the other one. Um, You know, that other one, I didn't think he would be that big either, but that 207. But So a lot of times it's just from year to year, it's like I had deer that you hunted a lot or you passed them a lot. For the record, I passed
3: Petey how many times and you shot him?
2: Yeah, well, sometimes sometimes you just have to get uh, overruled. I was like, <laughs> i Ain't that how it goes. Uh, yeah, but you can't complain.
3: No, not a bit. But, yeah. I mean, I was just playing that out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I'm state. sure you that's That farm. She shot all those deer on there. She hunted that every year. Like, I haven't even hunted that farm for years, so I'm going to get over there and hunt It just
3: happened that. there's a giant there, too.
2: Yeah there's so no there's what, no competition between you guys t- competition. T- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in your no, no, ear or what no.
3: pretty much <laughs>
2: like pretty much. yeah we have a two-year-old screaming and it's loud in my ears i can't imagine out there
1: sorry but, well, <laughs> actually i don't
4: think we can hear it so that's
1: yeah. good oh good yeah
4: so so yeah, 2017 kind of a kind of a killer gear for you guys and since it's now i mean it's it's got to be on a decline from here on out after the deers that you shot this year what's on the agenda for 2018 you switching it up
2: well, it's kind of the same, um, you know. And like I said it was our best year, and even for both of us, even mule deer, I shot you know a two hundred inch mule deer as well. So that was three two hundred inch deers. I don't think I'm ever going to top that again. <laughs> but we have kind of a, a lot of the same hunts. I mean, we have places that we go, like our elk and mule deer spot. It's actually just kind of a lease that we have out in, in Utah. You know, we go out, we'll go out there in the spring and shed hunts and and stuff. So you got a little bit, you know, it's a little bit more like your own property when you have a lease like that. You know, I shot, a, you know, a 360 bowl on it this year. <clears throat> Tiffany shot a big bowl on there, and she shot a 191-inch mule deer with her bow early, and you know, I shot a 200. So we got, we'll always go to that place because it's a lease of ours, and we have, you know, good elk and mule deer out there. But, like, every year I try to do something different. You know, like, I, I want to shoot, you know, 29 North American big game species with my bow. Like, you know, not in any hurry or anything, just sometime in my life. So I try to pick something that we haven't hunted or, you know, Ever and we do something different, but we have a lot of places that we'd like to go for elk and mule deer. And then once right. we hit deer season, you know, we have our farm here. We have one in one in Missouri and we have one in Illinois. So, you know, we just basically spend most of the time. Once you get to October first, we basically spend the time just on our own farms deer hunting. Yeah, I think
3: we're heading to Kentucky this year for deer. I'm really excited about that. that. So
2: that's, that's a no, another new one.
1: Yeah, we're another new one. Do, like cool. How about September, Michigan?
2: Since, <laughs> you know, that's not great
1: for elk yet. So,
0: no Michigan on your agenda. <laughs>
1: Uh, not this year. No. Yeah, no, not this year. That was a pretty solid <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Yeah. I waited on yeah, the 20. We've got other fishing We can but fish. Not really on your hunting mm. agenda. Now we might go
3: up to the snowmobile.
0: There you go. There you go. We don't have any snow here. Great
1: spot for that.
0: Hey, guys, take us back real quick. I think one of the questions I have, and I think that um, a lot of viewers would have, is just kind of how it all started for you guys. I know, obviously, you guys were big hunters and all that, but I guess tell us a story about how it transitioned from just being a hunter to being a hunter, uh, hunting couple, I should say, on a, in creating the TV show, like the transition?
2: Well, that was it. it was really by... Mr. Yeah, I mean,
3: complete accident, really.
2: Yeah. I mean, we never tried to. I never set out and said, hey, I'm going to just try to do a TV show. It just, you know, it fell into our laps, really. I mean, we were just so lucky and so blessed the way that everything happened in our lives so far. And, you know, we never could have predicted it. I, mean, I was a chemical engineer, and Tiffany was a flight attendant. And, you know, we just we just hunted all the time. And you know, so that made Because like-
3: we had a lot of time off of work,
2: for the record. That's
3: why we got to hunt all the time. <laughs> but. So we Lee would, like, mold his schedule to have, like, a month and a half off, like, October and all of November. Like, he would trade all of his shifts and stuff. And then um, I just had a lot of time off, of naturally, as a flight attendant. So it just, it really, we just had great jobs for a hunting life. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we, we just hunted all the time and stuff. And then I worked at an archery shop for like eight years and stuff, all through high school and college. Yeah,
3: Bowana archery.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I was just into archery my whole life and just in deer hunting. And so through that, you know, through the archery shop, we'd go to the ATA show. And just when we were there one year, we met like Michael and the Drurys and, you know, Don and Candy Kiskey and all those guys. They're all kind of our own age. And we just kind of got to be buddies with those guys and then with David Blanton and stuff. And David was like, hey, why don't you guys? You know, since you guys are killing good deer, and you know, you know, hunting all the time, why don't you try filming them and and you know, doing something for monster bucks? And it's like, oh my gosh! I mean, for me, I mean, when monster yeah. bucks and those videos first came out, like to, you know, Walmart or Bass Pro, it was like Christmas day. I mean, we just couldn't wait. You know, there was no, you know, outdoor TV even back in those days and stuff. It was just VHS yeah. stuff. You yeah. know, it wasn't all the shows that you can watch now or. I know, and
3: and yeah. well, I know we're aging
2: ourselves, We're the I know same age. <laughs> and, uh, exactly you know, what you're talking so about. So back then, there wasn't, you know, you couldn't just log on and watch hunting stuff whenever you wanted to or the outdoor channel. So, I mean, that I know, was like, it. No I mean, MOTV. It was just waiting for those monster bug videos to come out and the H.S. videos to come out. And that's what we did. We just got all the videos, Tom Miranda's videos,
5: mm-hmm.
2: all this stuff just to be, you could watch it all the time. So the first year out, you know, we've got a camera and and stuff in the first year out Tipping and I we had a we had a phenomenal season. I mean I shot a one And that was like only my
3: second time hunting. Yeah it was, it was like, like my second year
2: Tiffany, only second year hunting. And I shot a one ninety six, wow. a, a one seventy two and like a one sixty and Tiffany wow. shot like one fifty oh. and some one you know, one sixty. So we had a great and we got and believe it or not I mean, most of them were all in focus and all usable stuff.
5: Wow. So that
2: first year it was a Monster Bucks ten and I they put me on the back cover with one of my Wisconsin or my my Iowa bucks. And then Drury's were producing um, Kiske's, um, White Whitetails Taken to the Extreme videos. So they put our other hunts on that and Tiffany's hunts on that. And that's what we were just totally content, not for money, not doing it to make any money. It was just because I loved it. Yeah. And you know, it was an opportunity just to go and pick up, go into Walmart and pick up a Monster Bucks video and see my picture on the back. It was like I could have died and yep. went to heaven right there. <laughs>
5: yeah. I mean,
2: that was enough. I mean, I was just like, man, this is unbelievable. So we did that for like three years and, uh, you know, just kept doing video stuff. And, you know, there was no, there was no social media. So you right, didn't know yeah. if anybody was watching him or Tom yeah, or, yeah. or anything That's whatsoever. You know, you we were just doing it for fun. And then uh, we, except up from Michigan, up in Muskegon, you know, Scentlock. those are guys yeah, that always yeah. wore Scentlock stuff and shot Matthew's bows and everything. And one day, uh, you know, Aubrey Gale from Scentlock, because we would give him pictures at the ATA show and stuff and, was no digital picture you can email them and you had we had slides and slide photos and stuff and you'd send those and they used like Tiffany's picture I think on the hang tags on their clothes and maybe one of mine on the hang tags and stuff and just one day Aubrey Gale from Soundwalk called and said hey we're thinking about doing another show would you guys be interested in hosting it and I was like well hey you know I never really thought about it but yeah I mean heck yeah you know even if it's not near as much money as we make if I could go hunt every day that's worth it to me
5: yeah. so
2: we did and uh you know started the show and it was a big success right from the beginning and you know not expected whatsoever and uh here we are 14 years later still kicking Amazing. away but it was you know nothing that we pursued ourselves or anything it was just we we're doing all the things that you know you probably would have you'd have to do to get there but not ever thinking that we would ever do a show i mean i just right. you know it wasn't that way. we were Yeah. It was, to do that, just like everything was kind of a kind
3: of complete accident. I mean, it's like we don't plan anything, you know? <laughs>
2: like we're horrible at that. Yeah, we fly by the seat of our pants a lot, and that's kind of the way that they uh, win. I mean, total accident. I mean, never, never, you know, never tried to do it or even thought about it. Actually, it's terrified me to death because i just like you know what if it what if you do it and it stinks and everybody hates it (laughs) you you know you don't kill anything and stuff because even at that time i was just like i was pretty picky on what i would shoot back then i was like you know even aubrey and those guys were like you're gonna have to start shooting stuff because you know yeah (laughs) you know right now you don't shoot anything unless it's giant and that's not always gonna be the case but we didn't always just stuck to it I'm i'm not i'm not killing something for a tv show if we can't don't you know, get enough deer or elk or whatever, we'll just do more turkey shows or yeah. duck hunts or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's it always worked out pretty good. I mean, we always seem to have you know, have success every year, so yeah, that's, that's really cool.
0: That's a cool good story. Good. I mean, it's yeah, it's kind of a humble beginning, really. Yeah. I mean, I but you know, the thing about it to me that shines the most is that. Obviously, you guys are doing something, right, when it comes to the farming or the land yeah. or the management of the land. Obviously, if you're able to shoot those kind of numbers, you know, I don't care where you're at. Yeah. To maintain that. that kind of numbers mm-hmm. is it's a, a big deal, deal, right? You might go out two years and shoot a 160, a 180, but then you just cleared your whole land of your big right. bucks. So right. it's really impressive that you guys have been able to do that. I guess what – what can you give us, like, some Hi, insight onto that? Like, how does that work for you guys? I mean, you spend most of your time pre-doing these lots
2: and I, picking and again, choosing. Again, it was just – it was just total, totally luck because when we moved down to Iowa, I mean, I didn't have a job and have a penny to our name. I mean, I worked as an engineer for a few years, but not enough to buy a whole bunch. We bought, you know, with the partners, with two other guys, you know, bought our first farm here in Iowa. And, you know, and basically I bought in Minnesota, I bought my dad's house from him. Um, my mom died, so my dad, uh, he, we saw house, I'll buy from you, but he didn't make me pay him all the money. He said, you can just pay me back later. And I used that money to put down on a farm down here. So it wasn't like my, my dad was a was a bricklayer and Tiffany's dad was a truck driver. We didn't, we came from very lower middle-class yeah. family. We didn't have, our parents didn't have any money. I mean, we didn't, I didn't, didn't know any farmers. I didn't know anybody that had any land, nothing. Even all those years that we hunted, I just knocked on doors. I spent all summer mm-hmm. You know, looking at fields and finding places yeah. where I could see deer coming out, and I'd go work and work and work and not and trying to get permission on those farms and things. And it was a lot easier back in those days yeah. because a lot of people didn't bow hunt back then. You yeah. had to get on a lot of places. Right. But then for as sure. it started changing, you could see that coming. So, man, we got to, got to buy some. So, that's yeah. basically, like I said, it wasn't for my dad just selling me his house. I, I got to a loan out for whatever it was, 150000 back then, and he didn't make me pay it to him. He said, well, you can take the loan, and I'll just give it to you. You don't give me the money, and I'll give it back to you, and you can put it down on the farm down there, and then I'll just pay him back, you know, as 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 I could. So it was just because of that that I was even able to buy this, you know, the very yeah. first piece down here, and that was with two partners to begin with. And so, you know, just doing what we do, managing the deer, I was just, I mean, I'd never been on a tractor when I was down here. When I first moved down, I never even stepped foot on one. Wow. So we just, Can't I, just either. I was just like, <laughs>
3: It's like,
2: if you could have had a camera down
3: here on those years, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, just so we with
2: here, And just, like, I just, I always just wanted to live on a dirt road and have a, a little place I could put a little food pot in and stuff. And that was, like, my dream. And so when it came to, uh, man, we got a farm and said, man, I can hire a dozer and push out a piece and I can go in there and I can, you know, get a little disc and a four-wheeler and disc and put and put, you know, clover seed in there, and then my neighbor, I have to know from the neighbors, and they live and borrow their tractors and stuff, and I just learned as I went, and then we just, I just got really lucky meeting through a friend, that when I was an engineer, I worked with a guy, Ryan Harp, and his wife worked for a guy named Tom Rolls, and then Tom and I met through through them, and Tom wanted to buy a piece, so we bought a piece together, and you know, it was just basically 1% mine, 99% his, but I just always wanted to be part owner of things, just so nobody could ever kick you off. you say, yeah. well, if I'm part of owner of it, you know, they can't kick you off. Yeah. But but like for Tom, he just worked so hard every day at his business and he started from, he was a farm kid himself and grew up and just worked so hard to build up a company. So he, you know, he was, he didn't have a lot of time. And so I just did all the work and I'm just so infatuated with it. Every day I'd get up, how can I make the place better? How can I do something better for deer? Was it hinge yeah. cutting? Was it food plots? Was it planting apple trees? Was it, Doing whatever, and I just every single day focused on that. And so, like for Tom, he'd come down, and he'd see great deer. He shot the biggest deer of his life. So it was a great investment for him. You know, he's like it's a good investment in land anyway. And then he'd come down, stands were up, food pots were in, everything was good. So we just as you know, our show started getting bigger, and we started making some more money. So I would be able to buy some. And Tom said, so Tom and I, he's like my best friend. So we just started buying stuff together, and buying stuff together, and buying stuff together. So that's how we came up with. You know, having almost 6 thousand acres down here I couldn't never done all that wow. myself and yeah. you know, okay. half of that is Tom you know so it was really Tom that enabled me to you know us and you know other friend John Banneke, who's down here right now he he bought he, he and I bought the first piece together that I was talking about so a lot of it wasn't mine you know when I had nothing I had at least I had some guys that had the, the money and, and the you know, that trusted me to hey I'll go in on with you knowing that and then, and then after they see all the work that they did, and then just that, how that value increased in the land. You know, we bought a lot of this stuff for five hundred, seven hundred dollars an acre. It's now worth four thousand. So like for Tom, yeah, no like man, I don't have any other investments that you know quadruple yeah. five times in ten years. Oh, yeah. So it was a good investment for him, you know, to have land. And it was good for us that we got to hunt it and we get to do our shows on it. And it just was a you know, without Tom and John and those guys at the beginning, I mean, I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have. I mean, I, I could have bought a piece of land the size of a postage stamp. That's about all I had to do back then, you <laughs> yeah. know. I didn't, I, when we moved down here, I quit my job and just moved down without really, you know, you're not getting paid for the TV show for a year before. You know, you film everything the first yeah. year and it yeah. doesn't air it till the next year. So there was a full year of no income on my, from my side and just spending money, you know, on fertilizer and seed yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, we were,
5: yeah.
2: I mean, we crazy. were about, you know, our, we still had our house in Minnesota. It was almost going into foreclosure. Before we started getting paid, some from somehow I got the show rolling. So I mean, it was, I mean, it was make it or break it at, yeah. back in the early days. But you know, it was, it was like I said, luck for the TV show and just luck finding people like Tom and John that that had you know putting a faith in me that okay, you know, I'll trust that you will take care of the land and do a good job on it and make sure it's good for deer and and everything. <laughs> and it's worked out beautiful. They're still my closest friends. John's here right now, and Tom just left last week. And, we just we've never had an argument, We never had a discussion. I mean, they let me do what I want to on there. They come down, they see tons of deer and great deer, and we get along great. We have a fun, it's such fun time, best time of the year is when they come down and the you know, hunt starts so worked out great. And next like said we just, just got lucky all around meeting them, two guys to help, you know, to start getting, buying land and then, and the show and everything. So it's all been kind of things that just could have. Could have went the other way for sure, yeah, but we've just been very sure. lucky that it all went the way that it did.
0: So, fourteen years later, I guess what would it what what I guess what would be the hardest part for you guys? Like, what what was the hardest thing to overcome over the years, uh, towards like now? You know, not like early. I get early on it was a you know struggle, and and that's pretty cool and impressive to be honest. But like even now, like what would you guys say is like one of the hardest things about having a show? I. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Tiffany? I don't know. I I don't know if there's
3: anything. Yeah, I was like, um, I I mean, I would say we have, like, the best world out there possible, in all honesty. It's like, you know, especially now when we have kids, it's like, what other job can you bring your kids to? I mean, here we are sitting here doing an interview at 730 at night because we've been Lee's been out hunting, and I'm pegged out for the most part, but it's like, we got our kids right here. They're always with us. They travel with us. I mean, really, I mean, it's like, I think we've got the best thing Going ever, I mean, like I said, it's like you know, I'm basically a stay at home mom, but I have a full time pay. Yeah,
0: that's really yeah. Cool. and they're
3: with us all the time. I mean, granted, I'm doing an awesome job right now because Reagan's eating a screwdriver. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'll take that now. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that's truth. Actually, I'm like, oh, let's put that away. But uh, I mean, I, I think, like I said, I think it's, that we're always together. I mean, just this is a lifestyle that we want right. to raise our kids in, and just our fans. I mean, I, I really. I mean, what doesn't get tiring after a while sometimes? You know, you're up yeah. late and you're up yeah. early and we have got kids and stuff now and you're hunting. And it's like, But really, like it said, let's be honest. I mean, we have the best thing ever.
2: Right. I think for most people, like a lot of people come down here and they'll stay like a week and they're just exhausted at the end of it. And they don't even, you know, they don't have to do anything, you know, like that, that we do. And they're like, man, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> we almost always have our buddies here our friends here cameras here we stay up till midnight and we're up at four
5: yeah and you
2: never get any sleep by the time they leave they're exhausted and i just we just keep going yeah right. i think a lot of people probably couldn't do it and just the work like every single day there's never a weekend off i work every no. day from the minute the sun is up but until it's all it's stuff down. we love
3: to do so you don't really exactly. think about it yeah. as like working i mean like i could say like right now i'm like well it kind of drives me nuts i haven't been able to like really clean our house and stuff but i mean that's like the the hardest thing i can come up with i mean like i said I
2: think we just have to... <laughs> and that was my point the, the, my point is that we don't take vacations i don't have weekends off you know, doing that but it's all stuff that i love to do yeah, but yeah. a lot of other people that come down and they're like i don't know how you do it because it's just, it might not be their passion i get like i get up yeah. every day and it's like what can i do to make our deer hunting better what can i do to make our deer healthier so and not not so much just to kill them i just love those animals i have so yeah. much respect for them and it's like i want to see them healthy and and you know and live the longest I life was like leave for the record and one out. time it
3: would be nice for you to wake up and go what can I do to make my wife <laughs> 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 I knew <it> was <laughs> I take my wife
2: <laughs> I knew it was well coming. you know you gotta think of work first Tiffany <laughs> <laughs>
5: So, yeah, right. it. I mean, it's, like, awesome. it's
2: hard to come up with anything if other people it, it's like they're not their passion you know it's like yeah. I don't, I don't want to get every single day and think about deer and on tractors and stuff they have lots of other hobbies skiing and sports and anything else we don't you know, I don't really. We don't really think about any, any right of that Right now, stuff. we're
3: praying Cameron isn't a big
2: sportsman. <laughs> I, I know it. I see my brother, and you know, every single day I have to run the run the kids to hockey and football and everything. I was like, man, I you know, I'll let him do whatever he wants to, but I hope that he doesn't like sports, so we can, do, he can we can come out yeah. hunting every day <laughs> there and, you know, and go yeah. fishing Secretly. and go to yeah. you know Alberta and hunting trips together and fishing trips and all that kind of stuff. And so, so but i be whatever he wants to do. I'm kind of hoping yeah. he's not into. Sports, if I'd rather have them out on the tractors and Yeah cuz you're you know, gonna going to be busy then. You'll have to night, go to the
0: football so. games and you'll have to lose your nights. Oh yeah, it's going to be interesting for yeah. you guys since it's a, So speaking of like that, and, and you know obviously you guys have been doing this a long time now, so you do you guys get to like decide like if you want to just take 2 weeks and go to Hawaii and say, you know, we're done for 2 weeks?
2: Totally. Oh sure. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Absolutely. That's awesome. yeah.
0: Yeah, 'cause that's that you we gotta have a do, break. Of course, but mean, we
2: could.
0: I mean, you gotta have a break from it. You gotta disconnect. Like I'm going to Hawaii coming up. I'm pretty pumped. Like I just, <laughs> I just can't wait to disconnect from everything. And just get out. But you know, and just eat pineapples all day on the coast. Will so so we well, my it. mind, we could, but we don't. Well, my mind. Be off no, of things we, like.
2: photography? we were photography
3: supposed now. to go to Hawaii this year, but uh, our, who? Our couple friend that we we're going with, but we were, of course we were gonna. Do a hunt and a turkey yeah. hunt there. Yeah. Uh, well, of course, Hawaii is, like, huge. And then we were going to do, like, a vacation, too, but...
2: you got to uh, have that our,
4: write-off somehow. Yeah, I think,
2: <laughs> of that. I think, I think of Yeah, think Yeah. We went, like, one time, Tiffany, baby, go. Like, it was right after the hunting season. I did.
3: I totally drug up there. And
2: it was, like, for a week. And I have to, you know, three days just to relax. I mean, I'm telling you right now, I'm exhausted. We're getting towards the end of the season. I'm kind of oh, actually yeah. looking forward to the end of the season because I'm kind of like, okay, I, I want all the deer that are alive right now to make it. You know, we, all oh. i got to do is make it another six days, and yeah. I'll get through another year, and I can start thinking about shed hunting and, and mm-hmm. hinge cutting and doing other stuff. But it's like, it's just be nice just to relax for a few days. But Yeah. Do you guys, um,
0: now last year, Jamie and I walked by. We saw your RV at the show, at the ATA show. How big is that thing?
2: Uh, that's a uh, Prevost well,
0: forty-five foot. Oh, oh they God. got you beat, oh, Kevin. Four. Sorry, we got an RV here too. That's why I was asking. Because we got, what do we got? Thirty-five. Yeah. Thirty-five foot. A little <laughs> bit smaller, but it doesn't have our picture on the side. But unfortunately, we could make that. I, don't, I, don't I think Kevin's know, wife
3: that's would approve it. It's show this year. It's actually because they left the slide outs out, and it's been like. Negative temperatures here for right. like oh. a week, two weeks. and They yeah. can't get them in.
2: Oh, <laughs> and if we wanted to, but we we're getting a new wrap on it and stuff. Yeah. So it's like you know, it to be rewrapped. There's be some nice yeah, hotels to it
3: around.
2: Yeah, so we're just like, ah, uh, let's just drive down there. It's not that yeah. far. We don't need no. to take the bus because once you, it's nice taking the bus. Because Tippinaggin is go to sleep for yeah. six hours and. Yeah. Yeah. You know, will Mike or Matt drive, but it's like, once you get it there, then find a place to park and all that other stuff, It's it might be easier just to drive down there and park your car in the parking garage and be done with it. So you
0: guys have had some really cool guests over the years. Who would be, like, the coolest people you guys have had down there, like, like Burt Reynolds or something, right? Like, who <laughs> <laughs> who would you say was, like, really cool, like you were surprised?
3: Or... Um, well, you know, you have your... You have your Blake and your Garys and all those mm-hmm. guys, but, like, one of my favorite all-time guests was Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Jeff was one of my favorites. Toby Keith was really fun. Brantley Gilbert's been really fun. I mean, they're yeah, all I'd kind of you. different for different reasons, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, we have the most fun, like, with Gary and Blake and stuff, but, like, like Blake now with, with uh, you know, with The Voice, and they really film that year-round. You'll realize that, but when they do episodes, they do several years at a time. And he just has like no time, wow. you know, to do anything. And so, you know, it's always fun to go see Blake at concerts and stuff. But he doesn't hardly get a chance to hunt anymore. But he will soon here. because, you know, I don't know how many more years I'll do the voice. Um, and like Luke Bryan and, and like Luke yeah, Bryan, he's actually, been really fun. actually Luke Bryan is his manager and and camera guy that does other buck manager stuff. Hunter is a good friend of ours. He's here hunting right now too. He's been here all even after this one buck all year. I think actually living
3: in Iowa right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because, you know, bond is not easy. When they go, mm-hmm. you come down to Lee's place, and, you know, they go, they're around every... Tree and it's like that is not the case. You go on some, it is just as tough as anywhere. You just know that they're there. That doesn't mean yeah. they're easier right. Good to, feeling, though. to kill. But man, he's been—he came in October and November and late November and early December.
3: And he's newly married, so I think his wife's probably ready to kill him.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. he's at least been seeing that buck. If he saw him tonight too, he just wasn't close enough, you know. But it's yeah. been the same buck that he had picked out right from the very beginning, and he's—he's he's got he had like, missed him once, and then had times where he could have got shots at him. It just—it just. It's just you know, just the way the deer, the way the deer are, you just don't always get a shot at them, you know. Yeah. So, hopefully he'll get it done here in this last week here. because so, he saw him tonight, so he's back where we think he was going to be. And-
0: this conversation wouldn't be complete if we didn't talk about a little bit of gear. So with the uh, the new Triacs that came out from Matthews, do you guys are, are you guys? Do you find it easy or hard to transition for the the bow changes each year? Because the only reason I ask that is uh, a couple years back, uh, Brian and I were at the show. We ran to Tom Miranda, and we were talking to him, and he didn't want to change. He was, like, locked in on this bow. Then eventually Matthew's like, you got to change. you got to change the creed or whatever it was at the time. But he held out for years. I mean, I guess, how do you guys feel about it? Is it no problem? You have no issue redoing it? Or is it something where it is a little bit of a hassle and you, you know? I have no problem
2: with it. I have no problem with it either. Yeah, and it's not so much like for Tiffany because they don't come out with new ones every year. She shot like the Jewel for several years, and then um, was there one after that? or no? Was it the Jewel, and then the Avail? Jewel,
3: and then no, it was um the. Oh, you used
2: the yeah, the Chill-R, forever for a while and stuff. But like for me, I, they, like their flagship one, they you know I kind of they want me to, and yeah. I wouldn't have to, but. They want to promote their, their, their new bow, but I like it. I'm just kind of a gear junkie, and like I yeah. said, I worked at an archery shop for eight years. And all through high school and college, I would shoot every bow and, and try every rest and shoot every arrow and every combination of fletchings. I did all it for years and still do. And yeah, still he sets all it. It. That's why I actually I it's kind of cool because we get
3: our bows like super, super early because when Matthews comes out with a new bow, you can't bring it to a bow shop to have it set up or anything. So we always get them because Lee sets all of our bows up and stuff, so it's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, so a lot of times, like I got the tracks. If you didn't even have a name no, for it no. yet, yeah, it didn't have any limb graphics or anything. We didn't know exactly what it was called. But I got, yeah. was able, to, you know, shooting it. You know, because I start hunting like I like my sheep hunt next year will be August 11th. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it got to start. You know, a lot of years I don't. They don't even have anything ready by August. You know, but this year they did, and so I was able to shoot it for you know almost three weeks or two at least two weeks before before I actually started hunting. So, so are you guys filming? I love it because I'm a the gear junkie. It doesn't matter to me if they're long, short, whatever. I'm, I'm used to shooting all of them. I did just within, within an hour. Are you guys one year in advance
0: for your show? One year. So like this right now will be air next year.
2: Yeah, or this year so at the like end of the June. year. Yeah. Our stuff from this year, like when we started in August, you know, our, our first hunt this year was uh meal deer. That'll be the first air. Will be like the first. It'll be like July 1st. It's like the, like it'll end up like June 20th. Somewhere between there and July Fourth, normally is wherever that quarter starts. So yeah, that would a year ahead.
0: So what can uh, I guess? So what can people expect this year coming up from the show? What t- what can you give away?
2: Oh it's, Be- well, you know it, 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 it's not a whole bunch you give away because now with social media, yeah, it's almost instant. Yeah, day. yeah, that yeah. stuff that were on them. So it was like our best year ever. This you know for I mean for me especially because you know I. You know, I shot four elk this year and three 200-inch bucks. And Tiffany had a great year too. With her, she just didn't go on some of those hunts. with the two kids, some of the 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 ones that are, you know, like wilderness hunts or tents, stuff that we couldn't take them with, she just couldn't go. So Brantley Gilbert came with me on one, and, and I went and I got a sheep hunt by myself and, and stuff. So, but I mean, it's, it's gonna it's next year's gonna be our best year ever as far as big big stuff. When, oh man, when, when does that...
5: They're fighting over a
3: monster truck.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of monster truck? I might want one. A... <laughs> is it i like,
3: I don't even know what it is, but it's the a monster truck of some Hot Wheels. One boy, it must be the hot ticket.
2: Boys and their toys. Kind of like, yeah, especially, hey. when it, especially when a nine month old is having to fit over not having. It. Yeah, know. we all I know, know I... that. Yeah. So,
1: so Lee, when does that table switch in? Uh... You get to stay home with the two kids and Tiffany. Goes <laughs> out
2: and... Yeah, a couple
3: times this year, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not
2: not like on trips that you leave for a week or anything like that.
4: I <laughs> got <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. a day. There's, there's no survival last some
2: days that the buck that she's been hunting is visible, and it was earlier this year a couple times too. And like, for mom's not has something to do or whatever, and can't babysit for us, and I say, hey, your bug is coming out all the time. I just and I'll stand with the kids. You go out. I was like, God bless
3: him, but never. I would never leave for like a week and like be like, okay, Lee, good luck to you. I'm
2: like,
3: um, you know, they have to eat, right? Just like you take to the tracker them for like 12 hours a day, and I'm like, did you feed him lunch? He's like, oh, he's fine. And I'm like, Lee, he's two.
0: <laughs> Hey guys, Dave from the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. We're looking for cool hunting stories from you. We want to hear your stories. If you have a cool story and you want to submit it for a chance to be featured on the podcast, send us an email at team at bowhunterplanet.com with your story. There's a good chance you could be invited onto the podcast. Hey, enjoying the hunt. You're listening to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast, powered by Vanguard Outdoors let nature surround you, and be a part of this amazing heritage of bow hunting. Now, on to the show.
2: Like, hey, I didn't have to eat lunch. He shouldn't have to. I don't I don't like, eat like, eat it's so true.
4: Like, why is he crying so much? <laughs> <laughs> you know he does. You know what? That's the thing, though. He doesn't. He
3: doesn't make a peep. He just loves being in there. That's yeah, awesome. in a
2: tractor. It's like, yeah. You know, obviously, he's a two-year-old. You know, they got the attention span of a gnat, and they're just.
4: What?
2: They're bouncing <laughs> off the wall. I put him in a tractor, and yeah, he have been there eight hours a day. and, man, he doesn't pee. He doesn't doesn't say anything. He just loves it. He just sits there, eats his apples, and looks outside. and He just. And then when they go take him in at night, he screams bloody murder and cries because he doesn't want to get out of the tractor. Yeah. It, like even at like at Tiffany's mom's house, like the rangers of the tractor you have to hide him around the back of the barn and put him in the barn because he sees him out the window. He doesn't have a fit. He just wants to go outside. Like I know. he wants to. Like can I go play like on the twenty side. below out right now? And he sees the ranger out there and has a fit because he can't go outside to go sit in the ranger. <laughs> so that's the way we used to always when we'd shoot our bows in the summer. We'd have to you know we'd have to pull a ranger into the yard. And he'd go up there and just sit in it. feel like he's driving it. He'd sit in there for two hours. So at least he let us shoot. You know, <laughs> Until stuff.
3: he got older. Yeah,
2: then he got a little older. Then it had to be moving. So, <laughs> yeah, there so that, you know. it worked for a while, but now it has to be moving.
4: So you, got, you guys got the, uh, the ATA show coming up here. What, what's, kinda, what's your favorite part of that? What do you look forward to when you go?
3: Oh, I love seeing all the new products. I'm like a total gear junkie. So, like, anything new, and I mean, I, I, like, read about stuff, like, all year long and stuff, and then, of course, I don't get out all that often, you know, especially down here, and so, like, I just get so excited just to see all the new products. And, of course, it's always fun to catch up with people that you haven't seen, like, all year long and stuff, too, but uh, for me, a total, I just love seeing all products.
2: Me, too, and it's just kind to the point, yeah, when I worked at the Archery Shop, we'd go, and it was so fun. I mean, Tiffany and I would go to that show before we had our TV show, and... I would go to every single booth and look at every single yeah. thing, and yeah. it was just so awesome. And now, you know, it's different with the show. You got to do appearances, and you just, you know, you know so many people now, and the, you just never get getting time to look at them at, at stuff like we used to. Hi. But the, I think the best, the fun thing for me is is, is just seeing everybody again. You know, all these people are your friends, like, you know, David Drilleries Bland, Matt, and breweries and Bland, and, and Daddy Waddell, Daddy. and... Everyone. I mean, I text them all the time. Like Nick Mont just texted me last night that he. Uh,
3: I don't, don't. you say that? I don't
2: know if that's all. <laughs> 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 tell us what happened. Don't say that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's something we talk to all the time. Yeah. And, and you, know, uh, you know, Levi Morgan. So we text all, all, all the time. What are you seeing? Where are you at? All this stuff. And it's like you, you text them and. Text, pictures back and forth and stuff, but it's the one time you get to actually see every, yeah. these people and yeah. your buddies that you don't get to see all year. For like, me, a it... lot of it is I don't get to see the product as much, although you still always keep your eye open and I always ask people, okay, what do you see? That's cool. What's new that I need to go look at? But a lot of it is seeing you know, all your buddies, T-Bone and is it a little why bit
0: overwhelming with the, the fan part? Because I know when we see you guys at the show, you, usually you're like signing autographs or something. It's like a big line, though.
3: I mean, it
4: seems no, like Jamie's always walking around, oh my gosh, no, oh no. my gosh, there's there's Tiff. Oh yeah, my gosh. <laughs> gosh. <laughs>
3: oh my gosh, we're just happy anybody comes to see
1: us. <laughs> it, was, it was funny that the only person that has a line bigger than you guys is Luke Bryan. Yeah, <laughs> Luke's got you somehow. I'm like, why, why is this line? Why is there a line through the whole building? And I walked by, I'm like, oh. I guess that's why. He's got you guys a little bit because
0: he's got the singing thing, you know.
3: That's funny. Honey dancing. I don't know. Every show we go to, we're always like, I wonder if people will come and see us.
2: (laughs) Oh, they come. Yeah, I'm so far, it's worked.
3: Yeah. Like I said, you know, we didn't do, we only did one consumer show last year because I was very pregnant, you know, time with the other ones. And so now we have the Minnesota Deer Classic coming up and the um, Dixie Deer Classic. And I'm like, gosh, I wonder if people will come and see us.
2: Yeah, you always hope, and, you know, you just never know. Yeah. All right, well,
0: hey, guys, thanks for joining us. We don't keep you any longer. We know the baby's got you tied up, so we appreciate (laughs) it. And uh, good luck this year coming up for your, well, I guess it would be the next year's season technically, (laughs) but... Um, yeah, come on, talk to and we can
2: see you guys are going to ATHL
0: this year? This year, we're not. We all have different plans because, like I said, I'm, oh, I'm going to Hawaii. To go. I'm oh, going to Hawaii. Hawaii. There's a lot of things going on. So we have normal jobs, so we have to actually <laughs> figure it <laughs> yeah, out, I and I have that. to take I'm time
2: off. i got to Hawaii work at
1: the aca <laughs> <laughs> that's i'll be honest with you i mean i had def- to take free vacation somebody's wife is dragging them that's, that's part of
0: the reason we we chose not to go to a part of it because to be honest we do go end up working the whole time so i feel like it's like man it's just you know you think you're gonna get around and see all these people a lot of times it's just so quick because you of, we're totally so busy don't. I'm with you.
3: it's like no. we always think we're gonna have we have all these plans when we get there and i'm like no did you yeah. even see like the 600 yeah. boots? Nope, yeah. didn't even get over this.
0: You don't see that. And then plus, like, the things you plan to do. Like, right now, you're like, hey, let's meet up for dinner. That don't happen because things get all crazy and congested. We and... did make it to St. Elmo <laughs> last year, though.
1: We did make St. Yes. Elmo.
0: That was amazing. You guys had that?
1: For the yeah.
3: record, you can buy the St. Elmo <laughs> cocktail sauce at Costco right now. Oh, oh I oh, I was going to tell you I that. Gotta I got nice. it. But she's right. I totally <laughs> forgot <laughs> about that. You totally did, too. You wow. can't eat that St. Elmo stuff straight up. Yeah, Are we did.
1: Yeah,
5: that's uh, I, I think we
3: had a little red stuff in there. That <laughs> was really good.
0: Anyway, yeah, so thanks for joining it. You guys are always welcome back. We would love to have you on later this year to, so, you know, know what's going on during the season. You know, I know it's harder for you guys during the yeah. during the season, but hopefully get you back and uh if you're listening, go to the to learn more <laughs> about Lee and Tiffany and everything they've done and if you don't know who they are, you are Probably not watching any outdoor television. <laughs> <You're>
5: right. <laughs> so well, this is your Well, thanks for chance. having us, you guys. Yeah, I have yeah, yeah, got my a...
3: numbers now, and um, obviously on Instagram and everything else. I just started following you guys, so.
2: Very cool. Um, I won't Perfect. see you on Instagram, so yeah, yep. nope. you have to get me on that one. So. Some of us have to work for a living. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that a on that note. No, like no, that. Not, I didn't mean that way. I, mean, I yeah, Facebook. And it's going to be a long night way. for you, my friend. <laughs> Guess who's I getting up in the middle of the night for feeding? We'll, we'll let
4: Lee like, go I'll so he can you go put, put a blanket hours. on the couch. <laughs> 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 Remember, it is it is negative outside. You don't want to get yourself too much yeah. in the <laughs> doghouse. <get>, uh... yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, that guys. True. Have a great
5: All right, night. Thank you,
3: guys. Thank you. All right, have a good one. Thank you again. Hey, you too, you guys. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast. Online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.
4: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.